Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 302 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about college football. Of course we are. There was a lot of it that happened this past weekend. We're also going to talk about our closet cleanouts, and I'm going to talk about some recommendations from Melanie that I have added to cart. I'm going to let you know what I think about them. We would love for you to join us on Patreon if you haven't done that already. We recently did an episode on Patreon all about exercise and aging and how we're trying to take care of ourselves at this stage in our lives. And then coming up later this week, we have an episode from Melanie's skincare guru and esthetician, Niva. It is a treasure trove of information. You can find all of that on patreon.com slash big boo. And we would love for you to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. As always, we're so happy you're here with us and we hope you enjoy episode 302. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Well, college football is back. We have so much to discuss. Yes, we do. I felt like it's, you know how it's one of those things that sometimes you don't know how much you miss something until it's back in your life. I do. I do know that. Yes. How on earth did we get through the months without college football is what I'm saying now that it's back. I will also tell you that it occurred to me Saturday as I just, I sat before the television a lot. I mean, I I really, I dug in, you know, we have the Hulu Plus thing now. So we get all the ESPN games Mm -hmm. and I just, I could, I could watch people play all day long. And I thought if there is anything that is going to help me through this adjustment to Alex being gone to my new empty nest life. It is college football. It feels like an anchor in the storm. I take nothing away from Jesus. I'm just (laughs) saying that sometimes you need a sport to grab onto and college football for me is here for such a time as this. That is 100% true. That mm-hmm. is, And this is this is being said by somebody that I'm going to tell you that I was at Kyle Field for the better part of seven hours <laughs> on Saturday. And you didn't complain. You weren't even mad about it. I really didn't. I, I thought, you know, it's kind of funny because I thought the two things that all summer, I'm like, if we could just if we could just get college football season back and if it could just rain in Texas and both of those things happened simultaneously. And I felt like, you know what? I swore that when I was back to this point, I would never complain. So I'm not going to complain about either one of them. I'm just going to be happy that it's happening. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So y'all were the first big rain delay on Saturday. 
Yeah. Y'all played Sam Houston State. <laughs> and I really, I felt like I had barely started watching the game and it was a weather delay. Yeah. And, and so I can't remember what I flipped over to, but it continued to be a weather delay for what, two and a half hours? Oh, longer than that. I'm okay. going to tell you that it. I can't remember exactly the timing. I will tell you this. We got to Caulfield. It was an 11 o'clock game. I hate an 11 a.m. game. It's just, it's, it's the cruelest football time. You it know really what I mean? Is. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to get going in the morning. It's in such a rush. So got to the stadium. Um, I went with my friend, Casey, who's a podcast listener and some of her friends who were all, let me just say, 15 years younger than me. So oh. we were sitting in the young alumni section. Okay. So I kept saying that I felt like I needed to wear large sunglasses and be like, how do you do fellow kids? <laughs> you know, like here I am. It's lovely to see you fellow 30 yes. somethings. Mm-hmm. It is. But I went and they were on a girls weekend and it was fun. But I will tell you that the last time I sat that high up in Kyle Field, I was a student. Like we were second to last row in Kyle Field, which is like basically when the flyover happened, I could have reached out and touched a helicopter. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. You could have grabbed a hold of it like Superman. Or, or some other superhero that has yes. grabbed hold of a flying like Tom Cruise in a Mission <laughs> Impossible movie, so like right. and just flown out of the stadium. That's right. what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was super fun. And but the beauty was is that we got up there. Number one, we didn't even know how much we needed to be under that overhang because there's an overhang. So when we got up there, number one, we were in the shade from the beginning of the game until we left. Oh. Number two. When you're up that high, there's just like a, a a chain link fence that goes behind you. So there was a breeze. So what I'm telling you is that our seats were about 15 degrees cooler than anywhere else in that stadium. Man, it's like that's your reward for getting up there. Honestly, really. it's like mm-hmm. you're going to you're going to almost die getting up there. You right. know, like once we got up there, I thought I'm going to really have to think about if I have to go to the bathroom before I go back down all these steps again. But mm-hmm. um, but anyway, we got up there. We sat. We, we watched the first half. I'm just going to say, I thought our defense looked stellar. I was so proud of them. I thought we were swarming. I thought we looked fast. Our offense, I have a lot of questions. Okay. I'm I, I knew we were going to get into this. I knew we were. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm a little concerned. I have okay. some concerns specifically about our O-line. Okay. But one of our main guys was out. And so I'm hoping that it was just kind of figuring some stuff out. But all that to say, then at halftime, I watched the Aggie band because you don't want to miss the Aggie band. And then I was like, now this is when I'm going to go to the bathroom. And so I made my way. I made my long journey down the steps, <laughs> went to the bathroom, came back up. And Caroline had texted me and said, what's going on? And I was like, I don't, well, I don't know what's going on with you. And she was like, no, why are we in a delay? And I was like, oh, are we in a delay? And about that time, I'm not even kidding. I look up and I see a lightning bolt streak across the sky. Oh, see, it's not, it's not ideal. The lightning in a sporting event, not ideal. Sitting on a metal bleacher. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. just doesn't feel optimal, but we stayed in our seats because I was like, we're under the overhang and it didn't. So we were in a lightning delay because I think if it lightnings within at least like a 10 mile radius, then you're shut down every 45 minutes from the time it lightnings. So the rain didn't even hit for like an hour. And when the rain hit, I'm not even kidding. It was like a deluge. It was... (laughs) Oh, I know, but we were dry. We were dry and we sat and we waited and we waited. And finally the girls, Casey and her friends had to drive back to Dallas that night. So I think when it finally, now remember this was an 11 o'clock game. So I think it like, it was four 30 when they were like, we've got to go. Cause we've got to get on the road. So Man. 
it was long. It was long is what I'm telling you. So we left. I drove them home. I drove big home. I circled back to pick up Caroline because I had told her that I would give her a ride home from the stadium. And by the time I got back there to get her, it had started pouring down rain again. Um, so it rained all during the fourth quarter. It wasn't optimal football weather is what I'm oh, telling you. No, that's not optimal. Mm-hmm. But it does beat sitting in the like the just the blazing sun. I mean, you want to oh, be able to sure. play though. I mean, you don't, you know, just sitting at a football stadium when there is no game. In fact, it's not ideal at all. Yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of just sitting there. And here's the thing. We were so high up that you kept thinking, well, we could go back down to the concession stand, but then they had closed some of the concession stands. And you're also like, that's a long way to walk for some popcorn, well, you know, like, mm-hmm. do I really want to go back down these stairs? Plus it was pouring down rain. So yeah. All that to say, I'm excited about this week because it will be a much more normal experience. Now, this week, y'all play Appalachian State, right? Yes, we do. Okay. I know. Who scored some points. Who scored some points against mm-hmm. North Carolina. And really, I mean, that was that game, that was crazy. That went back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. Fall is here, school is back in session, and KiwiCo can help your child develop a lifelong love of learning, especially when the whole family shares the joy and excitement of discovery. KiwiCo delivers monthly crates of science and art projects for kids of all ages and kids at heart, and they include everything you need to complete each project so you can bring it wherever life takes you. Each crate is a seriously fun exploration of science, technology, engineering, math, or art through hands-on activities like creating giant bubbles and experimenting with ice cream, We've had a project that has been building a radio. We've made our own um, to-go cups that you can decorate. We've had a latch hook pillow rug. Everyone comes in a kit that is ready to go with everything you need. So after school, you don't have to run to the craft store. You have everything you need for them to have a fun project. You can do your part to encourage your children to be innovators and creative thinkers and help yourself by eliminating the I'm bored complaints. Make this a new learning adventure every month with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BIGBOO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code BIGBOO. So uh, there's one thing, though, before we get into some of our our details about the weekend, um, I Uh do want to ask you about one thing because it has held some fascination for me ever since, I think, Saturday night or Sunday, your friend Jamie posted... Uh about the Robert Earl King concert yep. that was in College Station. Was that was that Friday night? Friday night, yeah, it was okay. Friday night. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like I've heard you talk about A&M forever. I've heard you talk about game day at A&M forever. Mm-hmm. But I had never heard you talk about this thing they call Aggie Park. Like yeah. we, we've never mentioned that. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Jamie's stories, I was like, what is this Aggie Park? I don't know about Aggie Park. Yeah. So listen, I went on the Texas A&M website. <laughs> Look at you. I Look at to, you. I wanted to know more about it because if there's one thing I love, it is green space on a college campus. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I love, I, I don't know, it looked like it was just gorgeous. So I want to hear more about Aggie Park, even though that doesn't technically have anything to do with football. Listen, I, okay, it, but it kind of does. So Aggie Park is brand new this year. So Friday night was its debut. That was the opening oh, of Aggie Park. Was it? Okay, no wonder I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, that's why you've never heard me talk about it. So okay. it used to be an area called Spence Field and then used to have tailgating there, but it was just green fields. It wasn't anything special. And so I guess it was 
at the beginning, I think it was not this past summer, but the summer before they announced plans for Aggie Park, maybe sooner than that. And, and I'm going to tell you that it has been the source of much fascination because it's a huge space and yes. it's beautiful. Like they've put, there's a lake on it now where that they've stocked with fish. So anybody is welcome to go fish in Aggie Park. Hey, this makes me so happy. Um, there's a bridge that goes over it. That's beautiful. Um, there's an amphitheater, which is where Robert Earl Keene played on Friday night. Um, there's tons of space. You can tailgate there. There's tailgate spots. Now you have to pay for those. Most of the tailgate spots, like some of it is a land rush, but a lot of it are like paid corporate spots. But Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a beautiful space. And so I saw it for the first time Saturday morning, but I will say that it kind of became a sport that every time I was in college station this summer, Honey and I, or Gully and I, or whoever I was with, we would go drive by just to kind of place bets on how on earth did they think that was going to be ready by the first game? You know right. what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. even even two weeks ago, and uh, Jackson, Gully's oldest son, is a construction science major. And he said, basically, he said, I think they're just going out there and throwing $100 bills at anybody that'll work, you know, okay. like just like do something. Because the amount, I'm telling you, the trees that they put in there. No, that's that's the thing that I saw. Like, I was like, my, these are full grown trees. Yeah, that are new, that are new. Okay. They, those trees, they bought those trees ready made is okay. what I'm saying. They were like, we want this thing. And that's where... I was like, y'all, I hate to be nerdy, but I'm married to a landscaper. So what I'm going to tell y'all is those trees cost some money. Yes, they did. I mean, the amount of trees and the grass and it, I'm telling you, it's gorgeous. It is so pretty. My nerdy takeaway from watching Jamie's stories was, well, the lighting here is fantastic. Yeah. But the 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 way the trees are lit and the sidewalks are lit, uh-huh. like it just looked gorgeous. So now I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see it in person because yep. I feel like a lot of the kind of the iconic tailgating places in the SEC, I've gotten to see out now. I want to see Aggie Park. I, yeah. Listen, it's all, it hadn't even been open a week and and it's legendary to me. So yeah. well done. A&E well, it, they did a great job. And when you drive by, it's so cool because there's a statue at the stadium that's like Kyle Field and it's got a statue of people saw in varsity's horns off like we do when we join arms. But like if you if you're driving on Houston Street and you hit it just right, it's like there's a grove of trees that like is an aisle that goes straight to that. And you see that and the lit up statue and Kyle Field and it's majestic. I'm just gonna say <laughs> we did it. We did it well. That's majestic. We All right. Did it so well. before we get into side eyes and I see you, which I'm assuming mm-hmm. we're gonna resume again this year. Oh yes, we are. Uh-huh. I just want to know like any any unexpected high points for you? And I know, I know, we'll some of that will be in IC, but like any big one takeaway from the first big weekend of college football? I, I will tell you what mine was. Okay. Was I feel like a lot of times in the, the first weekend, the first big weekend, the mm-hmm. games are kind of like a womp womp because everybody looks rusty or yeah. I don't know. It just feels sluggish and slow and it feels like tons of penalties. I I don't know when I've seen a better opening weekend of college football. I don't, I don't know when I've seen mm-hmm. better games in the first weekend, like more entertaining games. I just, I don't, and I, I know part of that is, you know, I really missed it and I was happy to see it back, but overall I was like, okay, I feel like this was a really good, weekend of college football and I started Thursday night because Sanford played Kennesaw State so I started watching their game and then last night Monday night we had Clemson and um Georgia Tech so Mm -hmm. I mean we had several days there of 
of games and I just loved it. Yeah. It, I think just the whole thing, like it was, and I know that we had football the weekend before, but that wasn't the same, like to have SEC football and the big games and all that start up this week. And what a glorious thing that it started Thursday and ran through Monday. Yes. Like it was just, it was just amazing. So I think for me, the highlight was, and we're going to talk about this in a few minutes, but I think that LSU Florida state game was, Um, was maybe my highlight because if, if any game epitomized everything I love in college football, it was the last five minutes of that game. You know, I've told you, I and, and you know, I love the LSU Tigers. They are one of my very favorite teams. It is my joy to root for LSU. I had some concerns. I had some concerns throughout the game with LSU this time. I just. (laughs) You and a lot of other people. I just, I didn't feel like what I didn't see was fire. Like I didn't see any fire. I didn't see. I just am always looking for some leadership. Like, where's it coming from? And I I don't Mm -hmm. know. I just, it was a weird vibe because I think you're in New Orleans, you know, you've, you've got a huge LSU crowd. Now there were also a lot of Florida state people there, but I don't know. It just did not, the, the, the mood that came across at least across, like to watch it on television Mm -hmm. was not what I expected. So yeah. I don't know what that's about, but I hope they, they, they figure it out or maybe, no, I, maybe I just perceived it all wrong. Maybe. And that would be a, that would be a, a fine outcome too. Yeah. But, but I agree. The, but the last bit of that game was just unbelievable. Um, it was unbelievable. It was the most entertaining thing. And you know what I think, you know, my theory on the whole thing, and this is going to get into, but I think Brian Kelly brought his bad Notre Dame karma <laughs> to Baton Rouge. And I'm also going to say you what I texted you was is that Perry said it looks like he's lost weight. And I said, that's a bad sign because nobody moves to Baton Rouge and loses weight. Like, I'm sorry, you just don't. Yeah, you don't. no, you do not. You do not move to Baton Rouge and lose weight for sure. Uh-uh. No, no. You move to Baton Rouge and you look up and go, none of my pants fit. That's what just happened. And I'm like, because you just dirty riced and jambalied yourself out of some pants. Is what that's happened. right. Right. The boudin will get you. And, and, and the boudin has not gotten Brian Kelly. No. Nope. Um, all right. So side eyes. Okay. I'm going to tell you my side eyes. I made a list. Okay. Um, number one, I could have predicted this. Utah, you should not have been ranked number seven. You proved to us all you should not have been ranked number seven. Number two, Ohio State, you had one job. I needed you to demolish Notre Dame. And the amount of Buckeyes that slid into my DMs and said, are you going to be cheering for us? And I said, yes, it is painful for me, but I am going to be cheering for y'all. And I hope you demolish them and you couldn't pull it together because you did the worst of all outcomes, which means that y'all are both going to still be in conversation because they're going to be like, well, Notre Dame didn't lose to Ohio State that bad. So side eye to Ohio State. Oregon, listen. Oregon, man, I am sorry about that. That was... That was... That was that not was, good. It was nope, not good. No, nope, wasn't good. Wasn't good. And listen, I don't I don't even fault you. I think Georgia, there again, they're legit. They're the real deal. They're the reigning national champs. I, I think if I have one takeaway of the season, it's that really it's Alabama and Georgia again and everybody else after that. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. 
Do you have a pack schedule this fall? HelloFresh has meals covered with a weekly selection of 30 plus recipes and 70 plus convenience items all delivered right to your door. They are here to make your hectic fall weeknights a little easier and a lot more delicious. They have quick and easy meals, including 20 minute meals, low prep, easy cleanup options, and it takes the stress out of mealtime when you're trying to balance it with getting everybody to practice and to lessons and to help with homework. HelloFresh isn't just for dinners. You can shop HelloFresh Market for quick breakfast, wholesome snacks, and even desserts. You'll find everything you need to satisfy your cravings without stepping foot in the grocery store. And since this is Caroline's first year to live off campus with no meal plan, HelloFresh is part of my plan to help her cook meals at home and make sure that she is getting nutritious, healthy food to eat. It's such an easy way for her to continue to learn cooking skills with simple instructions and ingredients that show up at her doorstep. She can make delicious recipes that don't require spending hours in the kitchen, and she already knows how to use HelloFresh because she's seen me use it at home. Go to HelloFresh.com BigBoo16 and use code BigBoo16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. Again, that's HelloFresh.com BigBoo16 and use code BigBoo16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. You'll see why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Well, okay, I just, I want to jump in here, because yeah. I have some side eyes too, believe it or not. Okay, oh, I can't wait. Not, not really, not, well, not really game related, but uh-huh. it's either here or there. But I just want to say this, Notre Dame still number eight. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Ohio State. That's my, that's my beef with you Buckeyes. Look at them. <laughs> so here's what, here's my thing. Everybody has already decided that it's Alabama, Georgia, mm-hmm. and Ohio State. Like it's like yeah. it's been decided. So that leaves one spot. So if yep. Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State, like if they run the table, mm-hmm. then we're going to be in. Now I know they said they're going to expand the playoff in a couple of years, and and that's great. But I just feel like we're, and I don't know what the answer to that is. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you can keep the top twenty-five hidden, but it just feels like the stakes are so high for the top four that. Mm-hmm. So, so Notre Dame's still very much in it. I don't know. I just, yeah, I have, but that's how, that's what happens with Notre Dame. That's my whole beef with them. You've just hit on the whole thing. And so you've got all these teams yet that haven't lost a game, but we're going to put Notre Dame with a loss is still going to get to stay number eight. No, you drop at that point. And then you see how you do the rest of the season. The problem is they aren't going to play anybody else because that brings me to my other side, which is Clemson. Clemson, you did not look like a number four team last night. And I'll be the first to say, I'm not sure that A&M looked like a number six team when we played, Mm -hmm. but you're also Clemson and you did not look like a number four team. So I need you to get out of here, Clemson. I mean, that I need to see more from you. (laughs) Dabo is no doubt sitting in his car right now on the edge of his seat, (laughs) listening to what we say. Um, But here's what I will say. I got to the point in the first half of that Clemson game where I, I said out loud, if they run the ball up the middle one more time, Mm-hmm. They run the ball at the middle. Now, it was maybe that strategic, maybe, but I would say it's not a great strategy. I, I, I just didn't. No. Agree, I didn't agree with the play calling. Now, were they? Were they? Did they seem a little unsure if their quarterbacks the guy? They did. Yeah. And I mean, I saw some debate this morning about if he should still be the guy. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. I just thought they came out of the gate a little slow. That's sure. what I'm saying. And that, listen, that's between Dabo and the Lord, what he wants to do right. about the quarterback. But <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying they didn't look like a number four team. And then my last side eye is, of course, LSU and Brian Kelly. I have said from the beginning, I'm sure Brian Kelly is 
a lovely man. Culturally, I don't feel like he's a fit for LSU. I feel like that's what it looked like. I felt like there was no good like chemistry on the sidelines. That's what I felt like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm real worried that like, uh, like whatever, however you Butte or whatever his name is, he's like deleted everything to do with LSU off his Instagram. That feels problematic to me. It just feels like there's some things going on. And so I don't know what's going to happen, but I mean, it's like somebody said in a world where Vanderbilt now has two wins on the year and LSU has had a loss. It just feels like it's a topsy turvy world we're living in. Yeah. I, I was talking last night at supper to my sister and my brother-in-law and I said, you know, we just, we like a little eccentricity in the LSU head coaching role. You need yeah. less miles. How much do we love less miles uh-huh. when he was there at Ogeron? Like, and I'm not saying neither one of them handled that great in the end. No. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not endorsing their behavior. No, I'm just saying personality wise, they were a fit. And so I just, I didn't see uh-uh. the, how that is playing out to be the case right now. I agree. And let me also just say for the record that you Please. and I both know that if that had been less miles at that game, they would have absolutely gone for two on that after that last touchdown. 100%. And win or lose, they'd have gone out in a blaze of glory. That's right. So my side eyes really don't have anything to do with um, at the actual game of football. These were just mm-hmm. things that, that, that troubled me a little bit on yeah. Saturday's game day. The first is the Cincinnati coach, Luke Fickle, um showed up for his game in uh and he they were playing Arkansas and listen Arkansas looked great Uh um the crowd was in it student section was fantastic but Cincinnati's coach decided that he was going to wear a long sleeve shirt and a vest on the sideline now I know I understand that Fayetteville is not like deep, deep South, but it's hot. It's hot. I, yeah. I couldn't get past it. I wanted, I just, I felt like I couldn't breathe every time mm-hmm. I looked at him and he was clearly burning up. Like his, his face was so sweaty the whole game. And I wanted to say, sir, can I introduce you to a short sleeve? I don't understand your commitment to the long sleeve in this no. kind of weather. No, but, but he didn't ask me ahead of time. Or else I would have told him like, but yeah. I just, I didn't understand that at all. I totally agree. I don't understand the coaches that are committed to a certain kind of, of outfit for lack of a better term. Um, yeah. Then the second thing was, and listen, I mean this on all love mm-hmm. and I, and I'm sure he is a lovely man. I watched mm-hmm. his game day interview and I thought he was charming. Mm-hmm. But Ohio state, somebody needs to get the, just for men away from Ryan day. <laughs> Somebody, somebody needs to talk to him. Like, I felt like Retha, I, w- I wanted to say, like, uh-huh. walk me through friends? that. Where are your <laughs> friends? Yeah. Yeah. Because, because listen, I appreciate you getting shined up for the new season. Yeah. But it is not natural for a man of his age. No. To have hair, the color of just pure coal, you know, no. like, and it's, no. it, 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 it bothered me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I'm sure he's lovely, but yeah. I, but let's take it down a notch. I've seen Garth Brooks do the same thing on uh-huh. occasion. And like, it doesn't make you look any younger. It doesn't. And in fact, I mean, I think here's a good question to ask yourself. And I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to hearken us back to Herb Street's tan two weeks yes, ago, which he yes. seemed to have gotten a hold of. Yeah. And then Ryan Day's hair. And you have to ask yourself if what's happening on my outward appearance doesn't look like something that would be found in nature, right. naturally. <laughs> 
then maybe it's maybe it's not good. Maybe yeah. if it doesn't look like it could occur in the natural, then I don't sure. need to have hair this color because nobody has hair that color. Mm. Like Snow White in the Disney movies has hair that color, but right. that's it. Right. I don't know. I just, listen, again, he was charming on game day. Mm-hmm. I, I, listen, I applaud him for, for his team's efforts. I just, yeah. I just, man, I really, I, I just, I hope he gets that under control. Yeah. By now, most of you have probably heard me sing the praises of Pros, the world's most personalized hair care. And for those that haven't, I want to tell you about the incredible results I'm seeing since I've been using my customized Pros products. My hair is shinier, it's smoother, it's softer, it's stronger, it just feels better. Pros knows that there's more to you than just your hair type. They've given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. I love that there's something personalized to me that asks me things like how often do you work out? What do you eat? Do you drink a lot of water? What's your zip code? So they know what your water level is. By analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. And you get to pick your fragrance, which is even better because y'all know that I'm picky about my fragrances. They also have a review and refine feature. So if you need to tweak your formula for any reason, like a change of address, a hair color, the smell, your diet, whatever, you can do that. And if you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. That's how much they believe in what they do. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash big boo. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash big boo for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Now, what about your ICs? What you got? I'm going to tell you my first ICU has to go to the Florida Gators. I mean, that's mine. Listen, that's mine. Okay. Well, you want to talk about a turnaround. I mean, honestly, like, I mean, and you know that there is no love lost between Dan Mullen and myself. (laughs) No, no, I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. Well, he's, he's, he's my friend's ex-boyfriend. That's right. I'm like, "Mm, I'm done with you. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I, the Florida Gators, listen, y'all came out strong. You, it looked like a big turnaround. It looked like y'all were, y'all were playing great football. You looked good. So, I mean, well done, Billy Napier and the Florida Gators. That's my number one ICU because I did not see that coming. Yeah, I didn't either. And, and I talked about that all day Saturday about just like, <laughs> did you see the difference? And it's like, that's what I'm talking about when I say that there, I didn't see any fire from LSU. Yeah. I saw tons of fire with Florida. Yeah. And that stadium was full. The crowd was in it. And, uh-huh. and I mean, no offense to to Dan Mullen and what he did at Florida, but there were just dozens of people at those games, you know, yeah. last year. It yeah. was, there, were, there wasn't a lot of buy-in left, but yeah. I'm going to tell you, I liked Billy Napier's demeanor. I liked uh-huh. the way that he interacted like with the reporters. I, yeah. I just, I liked his positivity. I liked yep. when they asked him what was important to him with that team. He said, trust. Like, uh-huh. I, I don't know. I just thought, okay, that's going to, that's going to really turn out to be something I feel yeah. like. And, yeah. and I love it when, when people can come into a situation and get that kind of buy-in that just transforms a program. So uh-huh. well done Florida Gators. I agree. And then I think my other two, this is going to be no surprise. I mean, I think Alabama and mm. I think Georgia, I mean, I feel like <sighs> there again, I'm like, are we going to end up with an Alabama Georgia national championship game? I kind of feel like we are. Yeah. I mean, like they just, there it's like it's it's the those two teams and then I feel like everybody else 
falls under that. Now, listen, I do. I think other have teams have room for growth and time to get better and can maybe get to that level by the end of the season. I mean, yeah, but I think you watch them that first day and it's like, they're so dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just, I just don't know that anybody else is going to be able to touch them. And I say that with all love, listen, I hope A&M gets a crack at both of them, but we're going to have to figure out our offensive line. And I say that with all love and affection, sure. but we're going to have to figure that out. Well, um, I only have one other I see, but and it's very partisan, okay. I'm sad to say. But Will Rogers at Mississippi State, listen, yes. 450 yards he uh-huh. had. That's right. And, and I mean, we also had a rain delay, which felt right. It was uh-huh. that it was it was AM, us and Auburn who had yes. big rain delays, which three really similar schools. Uh-huh. Um, but I just like, I love his leadership. I would also like to acknowledge that Mike Leach came through dog walk, which is where (laughs) the players walk on into the field surrounded by tens of thousands of fans. He had a fresh cup of Starbucks. Yeah, he did. And just walking through there, like he's on his way to class. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know if you saw this, but after the game, when he went and shook um, Memphis, the coach from Memphis's hand, Uh um, I said that possessive wrong. The coach's hand. Okay. How do yeah. you say that? The other coach's hand. The other coach's hand. Yeah. A wide of dip in his hand. <laughs> that, I mean, it. I don't even. It looked like he had had chewed up about fifteen pieces of gum and stuck it in there. Ah, oh, so listen. Mike is not worried about anybody else other than that team and mm-hmm. getting his caffeine and his nicotine. Those are the priorities here, but. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I was, I love how many different receivers will, will Rogers connected with. I love mm-hmm. um, his confidence. And again, our defense was a little problematic at the end of the game, yeah. but um, for last year's game against Memphis too, it's been such a nightmare. I felt like it was, it was redemptive and good. Now we have to go to, to Arizona this next week and play Arizona. So, mm. but I don't know. I, I I like their attitude. So we'll see where it goes. Okay. All right. Well, it's, it's a whole new week. We got some big games. Listen, and we just talked to Retha and we got that Texas Alabama com- game coming up. And I, mm. I, for one, I'm going to have my popcorn ready to watch that <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Me too. Um, okay. So what has been going on in Birmingham other than football since and your first week is an empty nester? Let's let's talk about it. What's okay. been happening? Let's talk about it. Let me just say this. I was more sad than I expected to be. I was yeah. more sad than I expected to be. Uh uh I'd forgotten really because I don't know, between COVID and then senior year and all the stuff going on, and then this past summer. I don't mm-hmm. know. We just had a lot of time together the last couple of years. And yeah. so it has felt very quiet. Mm-hmm. And, but I will say this, he's so happy. Yeah. So yesterday, Monday, we didn't record like we normally do because he came home with three, three of his friends, all from mm-hmm. Texas. And, um, and I cooked lunch for them and it was so great to see them. It was so fun just to kind of get our eyes on him. And I, I mentioned last week, like, it's hard for me to not know his friends because yeah. I'm not used yeah. to that. 
So it was fun to get to be around his friends. Now they didn't stay super long, but we had, there was no pressure there. So, Uh um, but it was, it was really fun to be able to, to cook for them and just to listen to them laugh. And it was good. I told you this earlier, but it really made me want to like talk to him, like to have a long conversation with him. So we're going to try to make that happen before the week's over. But anyway, that'll be good. So I did a lot of cooking, Uh a lot of, a lot of dishwashing. And a lot of football watching. And that's, that's pretty much it. I, um, you know, I pretty much just wait for the phone to ring Uh and, um, I've given Alex now a different tech sound than, than everybody else has. So I'll know when his tech, when, like when he texts me. So I, you know, I get like a, Oh, oh, I did same. Carolyn has a uh, whole different tech sound than anybody else. Yeah, exactly. Cause I just felt like I missed a couple of, um, he called me a couple of times I can't remember what day and I didn't have my phone with me. And so I was like, Oh, I've got to do, I've got to, to, to get a mm-hmm. more specific, like, you know, ringtone, text tone, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're adjusting, you know, yeah. we're, yeah. we're figuring it out. I think yeah. I told somebody this past week, what a bad system that when you really start to like, like really like and enjoy your kids, yes you kind of work your way into that. Not that you haven't mm-hmm. liked them all along, but like yeah. where you just can kind of appreciate, oh, you're a pretty delightful person. They leave. I know. I know. It really is a flawed system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it feels like at that point you should be able to like keep them around forever and have, yeah. you know, a little buddy all the time. That's right. It's not the way it works. I know it's, a, it's a weird adjustment. I feel like this year, and we talked about this, it's just it's different. And I, Caroline and I got like 10 minutes to talk just as Saturday mm-hmm. night. And it was just one of those things that I said, listen, I get it. It's different this year because I mean, I'm like, she's living with two of her best friends. She has a boyfriend. I mean, it's all, it's different. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she doesn't have, and then she's, she was an impact counselor. So she's got those girls that she's still like meeting with and mentoring. Then plus she's got her classes. And, and I do, you know, I do feel like that first, I do remember from last year, I feel like the first month is really they're really trying to figure out their routine and their schedule and they still haven't gotten in a routine. And then by the time the end of the semester comes, it's like, they kind of know like, Oh, I've got this free time between this and this, or, you know, but I think that first couple of weeks, especially it's like there's orientations and there's meetings for new things you may want to join. And it's just a constant ongoing thing, you know? Yeah. So we're, we're adjusting, you know, yeah. we, there was what, well, I can't remember what day it was. I guess mean, it was Friday afternoon. I think um, David just worked until noon. And so we went and ran errands and uh-huh. we went uh-huh. to Costco and, uh-huh. um, you know, we just, yeah. I don't know that that's the one sweet thing I think is that there's really, there's one other person who feels the same way I do about this. And so I'd like that yeah. he lives here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, and I laughed because when I got home after last weekend, Perry and I were sitting and talking yesterday and he was like, so I think I want to go this weekend. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you that Perry Shankle is going to a football game this weekend. He hadn't been to an Aggie football game in person. I don't think since he and I were dating. So circa Mm -hmm. 1996. That's right. Um, But that's what happens is all of a sudden you're like, well, I don't want to miss out on the fun. Um, I want to be there. Yeah, for sure. 
When Caroline was little, one of my biggest struggles was finding a vitamin that she could take every day because typically children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, chemicals, and other gummy junk that growing kids should not eat. And that's why Haya was created, the pediatrician approved super powered chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk, yet they taste great and perfect for picky eaters. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment that our kids need with the yummy taste that they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, vitamin C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's so important for our kids to get these nutrients because I always knew Caroline was never going to eat healthy enough to get everything that her little growing body needed. We have worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash BigBoo. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash BigBoo and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Now, you and I did the same thing this weekend. Maybe we were coping in some way, but I didn't mm-hmm. even know that that you had done this until I saw it on Instagram. But I cleaned out my closet, I think, thir- last Thursday afternoon. I okay. was like, it is time for a mm-hmm. ruthless clean out. Some things have to go. The way things are organized and situated, it's not working for me. I need to rethink mm-hmm. some things. Yeah. And I, I use those blue bags that we used to move Alex to school. And mm-hmm. I filled up one with stuff to donate and I filled up two with stuff to take to a consignment store. And I mean, I got after it because, you know, not having worked outside the house in a year, I have a real good idea yeah. of what I, what I wear now and what I just don't. And so the stuff that I haven't worn in the last year, I, I got rid of it. And I mean, it was delightful. It was a fantastic mm-hmm. way to spend the day. Yeah, it's listen, I knew when I got home from college station on Sunday, Perry said, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, I'm cleaning up my closet. It's Labor Day. It's officially fall. And I know I'm not going to wear a sweater for at least another month and a half. But I was like, I'm time. It's time to get all this summer stuff up. There was some stuff I needed to clean out. I felt like I hadn't done a really I mean, I always clean out my closet. You know how I am at the end mm-hmm. of each season. I'm I'm meticulous about it. That's like the one thing in my life where I'm really organized. But because of COVID, I felt like there had been a lot of stuff I'd held on to because I thought, well, once I'm back and I'm speaking again or I'm doing this or I'm, you know, getting out amongst the people more, I may still want this. But yesterday I knew without a doubt, I was like, nope, this is all going. Like, here's a bunch of stuff that I didn't wear all this summer. And if I didn't wear it this summer, I'm not going to wear it next summer. So, right. Um, it's going. And so I, I mean, I got rid of like, I mean, I want to say it was like five bags worth of stuff. Oh, wow. Um, I know, but it was just, but, and a lot of stuff was just like t-shirts that I was like, this is past its time. It doesn't look good. It's pilled. It's faded. I need to get something different, but I, it was a, it was a wholesale clean out yesterday. Well done. Well, thank you. The only thing that I cannot make myself get rid of, I can't get rid of any of my boots. And I don't know when I think I'm going to wear all the different boots that I have, but I'm like, I can't, those are like my, 
I was like, that's where I, that's where I draw the line. Yeah. I just hold on to them. I will say I got rid of all my skinny jeans. Like I just was like, goodbye. It was nice to know you, but I, I know you said you kept a couple of pair, but I can't wear tall boots because calves. So yeah. I have no need for skinny jeans. So I got rid of all my skinny jeans. Um, when they come back in 10 years, you know, we'll, t- we'll talk about it then, but I did get rid of all, all of those. So that was kind of a, okay. that was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. I mean, I, I really, I kept two pairs of skinny jeans yesterday. I kept one because I just thought if I need them to wear like with my cowboy boots or with tall boots. But um, other than that, I was like, that's just not what I'm doing. And I've learned from even like my flare jeans that I had kept from the first time flares were in. When I started trying those on, I was like, I'm not going to wear those flares again because those are all super low rise flares. Oh, and so, no. uh-uh. you know, and I'm not doing that. I'm not going back to that place. No. So it's just, I, th- I feel like for the first time, I feel like pre COVID to post COVID, like the styles really have changed enough to say, okay, here's some stuff that's not coming back and I'm not doing it. Well done. Good well, for you. Thank you. You too. Good job. Thank you. thank you. I did want to tell you, I felt like, you know, just about every time you do five favorites, I, I end up adding something to my cart. And um, so I wanted to follow up with you on a few things that I have purchased and tell oh, you my thoughts. Please do. Um, just for some feedback, you know, just so you know, none of this is going to be earth shattering because basically I think I agree with you on everything. But here's what I have recently tried uh, that Melanie's recommended. So just just so y'all know that I have, I have gone into these situations objectively. I have tried to... Um, to practice whatever you said we needed to do with these things. And, and I've come out on the other side with some opinions. The first one of those things is the Clarins mask, the depuffing mask. Uh, it is. Listen, it's a game changer. It, I, I, here's the best way I know how to describe it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of like, I, I didn't know. I I didn't know what to expect from it. And, you know, and I'm not a person who I don't, I don't use like 96 different skincare products. You know, I'm pretty tried and true Mm -hmm. in terms of how I do the skincare thing. But if, if there is an ideal way for your skin to feel, Mm -hmm. it's the way it feels when you wash off this mask. Like what I have discovered is in the mornings, if I put it on and then I just let it sit however long. When I take it off, like if I'm getting dressed to go to Pilates or whatever, Mm -hmm. my skin has never felt better than it does on that, on that car ride to Pilates that morning. Like I'm, I'm so enamored with just the texture of it and how it feels. It's so good. And it's not, it's not stingy. It it stings a tiny, tiny, tiny bit for me when I, when I've had it on a good little while, but, um, but not anything painful. But yeah, then, no. then when I take it off, man, it's, it's really good. I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know about the depuffing part. Like I mm-hmm. hadn't really like done a lot of compare and contrast on how my, my face looks before and after. Yeah. It's just all the feel for me. And I love how it makes my skin feel. Okay. I love it. It's, I purposely like, even before we went to the 11 o'clock game and I knew it was like, I was going to be in a sauna, but I woke up in time to put on that mask for That's 30 impressive. minutes. That's impressive. I was like, it's got to do its work, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. I love it. The second thing I wanted to mention is um, you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, the Norma Kamali elephant pants. Was mm-hmm. that, no, that was last week because I yeah, ordered them last before, week. Yeah. before we did the episode and they came in like the next day. They're fantastic. They're so good. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. They're so Best good. dress pants in a long time, don't yeah. you think? Oh, yeah. yeah. And they, again, they remind me so much of some I had years and years ago, but I love them. Mm-hmm. And and um, and I think they would look good on anybody. Like they would yeah, look they good would. on everybody type. They would look good on anybody. So I agree. Well done on that. The well, mattress you. topper you recommended last year that you put in Caroline's dorm room. It's the same one that I bought for Alex. And I just yeah. wanted you to know that he said his bed is like a cloud. So thank uh, you for that. I'm so glad. Uh-huh. And then let's, I'm just here to encourage you in all the ways I know, you do the words You work. really are. I feel good. Uh-huh. And then the last thing that I have loved I can't even remember when you mentioned this, but it's the universal thread shirts from Target. And I ordered one in blue and I was so astounded by the fabric when I got Uh it. It was not at all what I expected. Uh And I don't even know how to explain it, except there's a a certain kind of fabric I always envision for a Target button down. And this is not that. It's way softer. It's way more breathable. Yeah. I turned around and ordered it in burgundy. Oh, good. And now I have two. And it's, it's such a great shirt. It's such a good length. Like I really, really like them. So yeah, it really is. It's a great, it's a great quality shirt. And it's definitely not, it's not your mom's target shirt is what I'm going to say. You know, targets come a long way. It's just a really well-made shirt because it feels a lot to me like my cloth and stone from anthropology, which were significantly more expensive. Yes. Yes. Uh It reminds me a little bit of those shirts from anthropology too. Like it's just, it's soft. Oh my gosh. I just, I don't know. I kind of always think that a target button up it's going to be like that it's almost like a slick fabric do you know what I'm yes. talking about oh yeah I know exactly like yeah, a I can coated cotton it. of some yes. sort but mm-hmm. this is not that but it's not linen but it's really really soft and and good so yay for those yeah okay I'm so glad so on that note is it time for five favorites while we're talking about things to add to cart five favorites. My first five favorite this week um, is from Athleta and it's the Pranayama wrap. Now Mm. I had tons of these things probably like seven or eight years ago, like asymmetrical sweatery things because that was Uh kind of the trend. But then I cleaned out my closet several years ago and I, I mean, well, probably honestly about two years ago and I got rid of, of, I think just about all of those kinds of things, but Uh this kept popping up in, you know, different places. And I kept reading about how soft it was. So I was like, I'm going to try it and listen, this is the softest, like comfiest cardigan kind of thing. And I can't think of anything better for fall. Like just in terms of like, just going Uh to and leaving Pilates, you know, just to be able to have something to throw on. And yeah. And I love a sweatshirt, don't get me wrong. But, you know, sometimes, especially now that my hair is very long and I pull it back in a ponytail, um, the taking a sweatshirt on and off will mess up my ponytail. So I love the idea of just being able to put this um, on real quick. I don't know. It's great. It's so, so soft. And I got mine on, it was on sale. And then it was like an additional something off. So I think there are some colors that are still on sale. And Athleta was having an additional like 30% off. I don't know if it's still going by the time this comes out, but 
I love it's this really one. cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really that's a really, really good one. So I really, really okay. like um, my that. next one is something that I saw. This was a, a former student at my school. He's now like a professional organizer. Mm-hmm. And I follow her on Instagram just because I like seeing her little kids and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But she mentioned these clear zip pouches on her stories maybe last week. And, and mm-hmm. I'm not a good organizer. Like I just, I don't know. I'm not good with the system, but I'm going to tell you what I ordered these pouches because she was saying how she uses them like to keep certain kinds of paperwork together, or if she's, you know, she needs to, to bundle something up to hand over to somebody. They're bigger than an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Okay. And like, I, I, was trying to sort through some stuff that had piled up in our kitchen last week. And I actually use these to do that. I just, uh-huh. I don't know. I love them. I love that they zip. It's not like a file yeah. folder. Nothing can, can, can leave it once you put uh-huh. it in there. Uh-huh. I just, I think they're great and they're not super expensive. And it can, I got tons in the pack that I ordered and I'm, I'm very excited about the organizational possibilities ahead, even okay. just like, putting all my pins in one and then putting, mm-hmm. putting the zip pouch in a drawer for me yeah. is like a radical act of organization. So yes, I like okay. this option. It, it, okay. it makes sense to me. Okay. The, I really like those. The third thing is something that I bought a while back and then I just, I forgot about it. And then one night the week we were trying to get Alex ready to move, we didn't have anything for supper. And I was like, oh, I've got, I've got some Trader Joe's soup in the pantry. I'm just going to make some of that. Mm-hmm. It's the Trader Joe's organic roasted red pepper and tomato soup. It oh. is delicious. Oh, I've wondered about it. It's I'm so glad to hear so that. Oh, good. And I just toasted some bread in the air fryer and put a little cheese on it. And then I, you know, kind of had like an open face grilled cheese with it. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I actually got two more cartons of it today. Okay. It, it was delicious. It was filling. It's, it's doesn't taste like, I mean, it's not in a can, so it's not going to taste like canned soup, but I have yeah. canned soup is a specific flavor to me. Uh-huh. And this is just good. So I think it will be one of those things that I will use not just to eat by itself, but like it's, I make more soups heading into fall, like yes. to kind of, to kind of get one started. This would be a great base for a vegetable soup or for some kind mm. of beef stew, you know, just to oh, put it okay. in there this... and then add some stock or something to it. So really okay. good. All right. You're going to keep us posted on that. I will. Um, all right. This next thing, I think I mentioned this on our Patreon last time. But they've um, they've really found their way in, into a special place in my heart because this is a an item that is difficult for me as someone who has high arches. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. Do before. you have high? No, I, wait, I do. Hold on. I, do you have high arches? <laughs> I do. I do have okay. high arches. All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. For letting yeah. us know. Thank also, you. large calves. But I yes. don't know if I've mentioned that either. Anyway, I've I've longed for a clog. And yes. every pair of clocks I order, I just, it's like, I get my foot in there a little ways. And then it's just like, no, thank you. We're not interested. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I saw these particular clogs at Nordstrom Rack about a month ago, but they didn't have my size, uh-huh. but I kind of had a feeling from trying on a bigger size that they would accommodate my arches. So okay. I ordered them. I think they're last year's style. I found them on like HSN of all places. I'd never ordered anything from them before, Mm -hmm. but 
this is a clog for a high arched individual. Like you've never okay. seen anybody more proud that my foot goes all the way in it. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm completely enamored with myself and the fact that this, and maybe the reason why they're still around from last season is because the, you know, if you don't have a high arch, they don't work for people. But they're so cute. They're so cute. They're really affordable. They're less than $60 and they're really comfortable. And, and guess what? My foot fits in them. So won't he do it? Okay. They're real cute. I really am liking this blue brown situation, like the yes. patterned ones. Cause I don't have anything like that. I have several pairs of clogs at this point, <laughs> but I don't have that particular look and I really like them. Yes. And I probably, if I had known how cute they are, I probably would have gotten the pattern one, mm-hmm. but, um, and it says, by the way, there's a sellout risk with the blue Uh-oh. brown ones, but, um, they're very light. They're just, they're great. I really like them. Okay. So, that there's that. And then my last thing is also thanks to Melanie, because when I was getting ready to cook for the boys, um, I said, I wanted to fix a salad and she said, Oh, I've got a great salad recipe. And I think you mentioned the salad on the podcast at some oh, did point. I? Okay. I, I think so. Cause I think that's why you maybe put it in a Google doc. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you didn't. But you got this recipe from a friend, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I got it from my friend Kat. Yeah, okay. she made it at a thing this summer. And I was like, I need that salad. Listen, so I, so I, I did everything according to instructions yesterday morning. I put it in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Well, when the boys got over here, I was so happy to see everybody. I completely forgot to serve it. Oh. So I just <gasps> like after they left, I was like, I forgot the salad. And oh. David said, something tells me that a bunch of teenage boys were probably okay with that. Like, I don't think yeah. they, they left thinking like, gosh, I wish she'd had salad. Mm-hmm. So because you assemble it all ahead of time and then you toss it when you're ready to serve it. Yeah. When, when Suzanne and Barry were coming over here last night, I was like, oh, I'm going to use the salad. And so I tossed it. It is delicious. Oh Uh my gosh. Uh huh. I could not stop talking about it last night. (laughs) In the middle of the Clemson game, I was like, God, I'm still thinking about that salad. I went this morning and I needed to eat a little something before I went to Pilates. I mm-hmm. ate that salad. <laughs> you did. I did. Time. At like 8.30 in the morning, I ate that salad. <laughs> and then I came home from Pilates. And the first thing I did was go to the refrigerator and pull that salad out. It is so good. Oh my gosh. It is so good. I know it's so good. And I don't know what it is, but like, it's just the perfect salad. And I think you could, I mean, you know, I'm not going to do any chicken on it, but you could do a grilled chicken or something on it and make it more of a meal, but man, it's good. Oh, it's so good. The avocado is like with the dressing, the fact that you mix the cheese in with the dressing, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure is one reason why the dressing stays so emulsified because it's got all that fat. I don't know. Listen, I don't Mm -hmm. understand the science necessarily, No, but it's crispy. It's, it's got some kick to it from the Dijon mustard, but it's, mm-hmm. it's crunchy. The, I thought today I might make some homemade croutons for it the next time I make it. Oh, I think some, cr- some croutons would be good in there, but it is fantastic. Also, yeah. I think some, some steamed asparagus would be good in there too. Oh, so good call. I think you could do tons with it, but that, that salad dressing is unbelievable. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. So. It's so good. And I love the thing that I love about it is that you do make it ahead. So you're not at the last minute having to throw that together, which, you know, it's like, you can have it, you cover it and you can leave it for like eight hours, you know, yeah. and then you toss it. It's so good. And I think the other thing I like about it is everything's cold because you make it ahead of time and it all mm-hmm. sits in the refrigerator together because sometimes 
salad can be kind of room temperature. That's you know? so true. Yeah. And that's fine. But I, like for it to be so cold, it's refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. So yeah. I'll link to the Google Doc with the recipe. But I'm telling y'all, it, it's a home run. I, I didn't know I could have this much enthusiasm for a salad, <laughs> but here we are. So life takes you to some interesting places, takes you, you some know, interesting places. And apparently this salad is really something I needed in my life, um, along with college football. So here we are. Well, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Well, this has been great. This, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground in a short amount of time and we I feel have. real good about it. Yeah. I, I feel real good about it. So I'm going to have to edit this episode really fast because I have a speaking thing tonight and the, this episode is supposed to come out tomorrow night. So if, mm-hmm. if y'all hear a lot of, um, I don't know if you hear some, some bloopers, you just enjoy everyone. Cause yeah. Um, I'm not going to cut out much from this one, but we thank y'all as always so much for listening. Yep. We'll be back next week with the results of the the Alabama, Texas game Uh with with some more insight into our teams Uh, and we'll see how the LSU thing is going, but man, what a, what a time, what a great time of year. What a time to be alive. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see y'all next week. Okay. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye.